0: Good morning, good day, and good evening, everyone, and welcome to episode one of the Mayfield Mysteries. Firstly, welcome to the Blackwater Podcast Network. If you didn't know, we also have a live play D&D on Twitch, but you can find the episodes here in podcast form if you're so inclined. Also, go find us on Patreon if you want to support us further and see some goodies that we don't make available to just everyone. I'm Yanis, your game master for this lovely adventure, and I'm joined in our solar-powered airship by the wonderful M, the astounding Adam, the stunning Jess, and the utterly incomprehensible Cody. only be in range for transmission at this altitude for a short while so let's get going air cold and sharp brings your swimming head back to consciousness trent you feel a dull sort of aching pain that quickly creeps to a sharp and hot you blink a couple of times but what you're seeing doesn't make any sense to you at first it's then that you realize that you're upside down and with that, everything sort of shifts and starts to make sense. You, you see the broken glass of the windshield and the, the bright headlights shining through, enough to make your eyes swim with tears. You smell a combination of electrical burning and the, the iron tang of blood. You can hear your heart thudding in your ears as you frantically try and piece together the events that led you to now. A small trickle of fear creeping and pulling you down into panic is broken suddenly by a groan next to you. You glance over and you see her, her eyes fluttering open, the same look of confusion and disorientation crossing her face that you're sure you just had worn. A thin trickling of blood drips down her nose and tip taps on the car dash below. Your seatbelts are the only thing preventing the two of you from crashing down into the mangled roof of the car. You attempt to turn to catch a glimpse of the third passenger in the car. As you twist enough to get a clear view you find a sight even more confusing than when you had first come to. A long road stretches out behind you, broken only by small pools of light cast from evenly spaced lampposts. The road in the sky seems to stretch on for miles, hanging over the dark star-filled sky that sits like a pool of water beneath you. You see a figure standing in one of those pools of light, watching you, and then it's gone with the figure's disappearance that you realize that the entire back half of the vehicle and its occupants are also gone. The seatbelt seems to give and you you're falling then you land in your bed your sheets soaked and clinging to your sweaty skin. At first you think it was the dream that woke you but then you hear a muffled help escape your backpack. You disentangle yourself from your covers and you find one of the new headsets in your backpack. Avery's voice now coming through in response.
1: Um. Uh, hello?
2: hello. Hello, Trent.
1: Did you, Avery? Did you put one of these in my backpack? What's what's going on?
2: No, it, it doesn't. Matter. I don't know. I have one. I um, Sam. It's Sam.
1: Fuck. Did she start a fire?
2: Uh, I, I don't know, but she's in the theater. Fuck. Someone is there with her, but she sounded in trouble. She called me on this headset. I think we need to get... We need to go.
1: Um... Uh, should we meet there?
2: Um... Yes. Uh, yes.
3: Okay. How do uh. we...
2: we
1: Do you think the others have their headsets? Um. I uh, I don't know. Uh. I I I live. Uh. I, I can swing by. Um. I memory. Is worse than Trent's. Um. <laughs> I can I can swing by Tina's. Uh, it's not okay. far from mine. And you get and y- y- you get, to you get SB. Else.
2: I'll yeah. Over to Sarah Beth. We okay. be there Around the same time,
0: you look over Trent um, to the alarm clock next to your bed, and you see that it is just past three o'clock in the morning. And you you know that the theater closes. The, the last showing is usually about midnight. So even at the longest run time, pretty much everyone's out of there by two two thirty. So there's there won't be anyone left at the theater.
1: I'll uh, I'll toss on some clothes and then I'll slip out my window and start right, running we'll, to Tina's.
0: We'll start with you. How how do you go about trying to get? I mean, I assume you've never been to Tina's house. No. Um, how do you go about getting Tina's attention?
1: Uh, I mean, Tina, would you would you mind describing your house for me? I think we might have described it last week, but uh, yeah. Um,
4: Tina's house is, uh, it's, like, a single-story sort of rancher. It's, like, quite sprawling. It would have been built, um, uh, probably in the 40s. Um, it's a a little bit, um, falling apart. hasn't been actively maintained. Um, and there's, like, quite a a few small rooms, um, all throughout. And she'd be, um, her bedroom would be down at the end of the hall. Um, sort of probably, like, away from the front door, quite far from the front door, but still sort of accessible from the street and front lawn.
1: I think Trent would kind of, I would go, I would go around the house and kind of peek into each window, just like <laughs> like bedroom. No bedroom. No bedroom. No. Uh, until I found uh, something that looked vaguely like a bedroom and just hoping for the best, I would knock on the window.
0: All right. Um, roll me a, roll me a D20. And what I'm going to say is that if it is, 1 through 10, you find Tina's grandmother's room and don't know that it's her grandmother's room. And if it's Good. 11 through 20, you find
1: Tina's. Amazing. Alrighty. It's the 14.
0: Ooh, lucky, lucky. Well, you find Tina's room. Um, how do you proceed?
1: I would just <laughs> tap on the window.
3: Hello.
1: Uh Tina. Uh, it's it's Trent.
3: What the fuck?
1: No, she... I know. I'm sorry. Fucking. Oh, sorry. Uh, what are
3: you, What are you doing?
1: Um. Avery woke me up. What? Some shit's going down at the theater.
3: Oh, was it on fire?
1: I, I don't know. But I thought I'd get the whole gang involved. You know.
3: I. I mean. Oh God. Okay, um God have never what if, if I
1: just if Tina looks out the window, she would see that Trent is very actively facing away from the window just in case. He's got <laughs> his back to the window, fully just speaking out, but like trying to trying to talk to the window, but like fully back to the window like he's like I'm not taking any risks. Sir. What's he wearing? Uh he would be he would be like literally like Uh, Gym shorts and a tank top, like he's thrown on the closest clothes, whatever he would like toss on to go to the gym, kind of thing. Okay. Um.
3: Um. Okay. Uh, Jesus, you can turn around. I'm wearing a shirt. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yep. I guess I'll I'll come meet meet you. I've never left the house in the middle of the night before, but um. Yeah. Okay. I'll see you in a moment. Just wait Sh- out there and don't be weird, please. Uh, okay. Thank should you. I should I go on ahead? But just don't and be catch... weird. I don't care. Okay. Just uh-huh. go. Do not be normal for a moment. I'll be all right there.
1: Run to the wherever the like front of the property is and just stand in the driveway.
0: <laughs> roll, roll me a normal check, please, Adam. How um, normal? How normal do you manage to be?
1: What uh, what dice <laughs> am I rolling for a normal check? Um... Yeah.
0: Let's do a D12 just for shits and giggles.
1: So that's my flight.
0: So flight is, is how... Oh, no, it's, how, not, it's not a skill. It's no, not no, a skill. It, it's, it's purely I like just...
1: that D12 corresponds with my flight, so yeah, I'm having okay. a moment of, of how, how quickly can I normalize. That's four.
0: <laughs> that's four. You're not being normal. You are standing both, like, underneath a streetlight so that you're very visible and also very visibly in front of her house. Yeah,
1: and I think... It takes long enough that Trent starts getting antsy and just starts doing burpees to like, just to like, do something. And he's like, okay, "Like, we're gonna be running soon. I want to be in peak physical condition." And so he starts doing burpees because he's like, "I don't know what else to do with my body." Um,
0: Tina gets all the things that she needs. Tina, do you go out the front door? Do you got your window.
4: Um. Tina's gonna go out the window because she's never snuck out in the middle of the night before and she's like way over cautious about getting caught like she's like sure any sound will wake up everyone in the house and call the police
0: um, so you make your way out of the window you, you find Trent being very not normal um, the uh, on the sidewalk <laughs> um, and as both of you leave you take a glance back at your house and you see in your grandmother's room you see her peek through the curtains and see you leave. Oh God! And we will go to Avery now. Avery, have you have you been at um, to Sarah Beth's place much?
2: Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, I think more than maybe not the the main house as much but there is I believe a described um, shed or barn or some some sort of uh, offshoot where Avery I think spends a lot of time to uh, to be alone on the um, is it a farm I think?
5: Yeah on it a is a farm
2: So uh, I think Avery would know quite easily how to get to Sarabeth's so probably a bit more difficult as you Get there. I'm assuming it's a big, big plot of land. So skate up as much as you can, and then you hop hit off that dirt road through the field. Yeah, exactly. Skateboard's not going to work so well on dirt, but uh, would uh, would go straight there. Uh, is Sarah Beth's room? Is this like a two? When I think of like farmhouse, I think of like two story kind of dealio, where it's, yeah, uh, like. Two bedrooms like left and right. Um I think everyone would probably know which one is yours. But is just gonna pick up a rock and well, pebble. Not a rock, pebble. <laughs> and chuck it out a window.
5: What time is it at this point, Yanis?
2: It would be it would be roughly like three
0: thirty.
5: The question is not which room is Sarah Beth's, but whether Sarah Beth is in her room, or is she up doing farm chores?
0: That's so early. I think. Um. I think. Now, this is this would be the question: Are you? Would you start farm chores before first light?
5: I suppose it would depend on the chore. Mm-hmm. And what I felt I had planned today, because the earlier you get farm chores done, the earlier they're done, and you don't mm-hmm. have to do them.
0: You did work an evening shift.
5: I did, we'll so, I would, yeah, so I would. Yeah, I think might... I would probably probably be in my room then.
0: So you you. I'll um...
2: <clears throat> oh, pick up a small, t- <laughs> to try to not break the window-sized stone. and listen <laughs> your, bra- your brawn is your brawn is
0: a d6 so i mean even if you were to you
2: know i probably couldn't break it if i wanted
0: to you could but it wouldn't it would be it would be hard
2: and i, um, I choose to fail this role <laughs> yes
0: I won't, I won't make you accidentally break sarah beth's window <laughs> wait, wait,
2: wait. i feel like i feel like it has to be
1: in a window too low miss too high, Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, <hit, laughs> you,
2: <laughs> you gotta, you gotta find that middle. Game. Like you gotta find that wind that's
5: window. Window sweet spot.
2: Exactly. Uh, yeah, we'll just chuck, chuck one up there, and just be like that sort of whisper. That's not whisper.
5: Sarah Beth.
0: <laughs> the whisper yell.
5: I think. It, what it's like the summer. It's the summer, mm-hmm. so I it think is, Sarah yeah. Beth would be sleeping with her window open. Uh, since it's on the second <laughs> so floor the rock flies in <laughs>
3: well,
5: it probably hits the window part so after a couple of minutes you just see her kind of appear at the window and just be like
2: avery what what it's it's, it's sam she's at the theater she went when we. She, she's there
5: uh okay do you need help
2: yes uh, uh, trent and tina are already on their way i, I, was, I came to get you
5: uh Okay, uh, give me like a minute. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, and I think probably very quickly after someone who's had to like roll out of bed every day, put clothes on and go do work, Sarah Beth comes downstairs and there she's in like a t-shirt, a pair of like farm overalls, I think. And just like some old ratty sneakers. Her hair is up and it's like tied with like a bandana. And she's now, like, "Yeah, okay, let's go."
0: Important question for all of you. In the haste to get out and get going, did anyone bring their backpacks with them?
5: Always. Yeah,
0: okay, for sure. Yeah. Okay, just just making sure.
5: And Sarah Beth um, wouldn't worry about waking people up. Because the concept of coming and going at all hours of the day at the Montgomery House is, you're probably not the first
0: person up. Like you might be the only one in the farmhouse currently, because everyone else, like everyone else who's awake, is out working or,
5: yeah. But yeah, Uncle Bill would probably be out on a other side of the property or with the animals or something along those lines. Yeah,
0: you definitely see like a, a dirty bowl in the sink from someone's breakfast, and there's a pot of coffee sort of half warm and half half empty.
5: If that's the case if I know that someone is up I would write a note on the table and I would say sorry I'm gonna miss chores this morning we'll make it up double next time okay. and just heart S Okay. and then I would leave. I would look longingly at the coffee for a brief second and then I would bolt out the door after Avery grabbing my backpack especially the one that has the go kit in it I would bring my backpack with my go kit
0: all right so the four of you reconvene in in front sort of I'll say across the street from the Mayfield theater to not be too conspicuous um it's a tall older building i mean it's one of the oldest buildings in Mayfield it looks slightly out of place, um, squeezed between sort of the newer concrete buildings at the heart of what Mayfield calls a downtown. Um, it has a mismatch of different hues of plaster for many additions and repairs over the years, and it gives it sort of like a worn down look, but there is no denying that what's underneath is a beautiful building. It is an older building that has not been taken care of, but. It definitely has character where a lot of Mayfield doesn't. Um, You see, as you get near the building, even just across the street, you can already smell the smell of popcorn. Um, It just sort of is infused in the building and the area around it. There are no lights on because it is quite a while after closing now, by the time you guys all make it there, probably around four in the morning. Um, there are three possible ways to get in that you know of. There's the front door, the back door slash fire exit, um, and there's an old cellar-style entrance that is a remnant of when the Mayfield used to be a theater um, and uh, was used before it was the, the cinema theater, It used to be used as a theater theater where people had live music and there was dancing. Um, So there is a sort of a bar style cellar door on the side, but you know that that's almost always locked.
5: Would that be Um, like a speakeasy? Was it like a speakeasy at some point?
0: Not a speakeasy. It was more sort of a way for them to get kegs in and out. I see. You know, that sort of of thing. Um, But it is almost never used. You just know that those are the three possible entry points into the building. Um, what would you guys like to attempt to get in? If that I is think, what you choose to do.
5: I think as we would like rock up across the street seeing Trent and Tina there I would like what are we doing? Like what, what happened? Avery, like what, why are we trying to go inside? Like what is going on?
2: Sam called me on the headset. I didn't know I had one. I it, it was in my backpack. I, I don't know how. It doesn't matter, but... She sounded... Someone was in there with her. In the theater. Okay. She said, I'm in the theater. I need help. There's someone else here. And that was it.
5: Okay, so, well, well, we should all put the headsets on. Just in case... Just in case, like, we hear her. Or, like, we get separated or something. If they work this close range like tina do they work this close to each other yeah okay then we should wear them so we can stay in contact especially if we have to like go and we want to search different parts of the theater for her if we are going to go inside have we have we tried calling her back Uh,
1: i think if uh we do go inside we should not split up
3: yeah you're probably right
1: Should stay together
3: how long ago did um did she call you
0: By this point it would be, it would be close to an hour. So you would have, you would have, um, you got hold of Trent at about quarter past three, just after three. Um, and that he caught the last end of her help um, through the headset. So that was about quarter past three. So it's been about 45 minutes since you you heard, and, and you you would have had the headset with you. There's been nothing else from her in that 45 minutes. and. Sarah Beth and Tina, when you guys check your backpacks you actually find your headsets in there as well and this isn't a situation of did we put them in here and then like by accident you you all definitely didn't put them in there
3: I, I left this in the charging
2: dock I'm not sure how it got yeah,
5: I, l- I left mine in my cubby
2: maybe Sam put them in our backpacks before we left I mean Apparently she was going to go to the theater anyway.
1: Maybe she was planning a prank or something. I don't know.
5: That's so stupid. Why would there's, she go alone?
1: There's no smoke, so that's a good sign.
5: Okay, I no. guess. Okay, well, here, let's put them on, and I, I'm i just going to try and call her. Like, oh, well And I would put my headset on. Sam? Sam, are you there?
0: You don't hear anything back.
3: Uh, mute button is on your. It's on the hit pack. You can use that if you need. But you can't. let not try me, the fire exit.
5: Okay. And if if that one doesn't work, then I mean, there's that cellar entrance, and we, if it's the oldest door, we might be able to like. I don't know, my my uncle. I've seen my uncle door. My uncle built like pop a door off its hinged hinges before. So like, we might be able to do that if the downstairs door is like stuck or whatever
1: maybe
0: yeah you guys make your way to the back of the building where the fire exit is this this theater because it wasn't originally built to be a movie theater um it is actually quite interesting when you go because there is only one theater room there's only one sort of auditorium where you can watch a movie and in order to facilitate the coming in and going out of people when they've watched it you actually leave through the fire exit in the back so you go in through the main exit you watch your movie and then when the movie's over you leave through the fire exit so you're not sort of crossing streams of people coming in and out so you all know where exactly this fire exit is because you've all you know at some point been to the movie theater even though you don't go necessarily as often now that you work at the drive-in and you find the door at the back of the movie theater, and it is wedged open. Someone has kicked half a brick in at the bottom to stop it from closing.
5: Do you think uh, Sam did this?
1: Maybe. Hey, um, before we go in here, I need everyone to promise. If shit goes bad, we run. Okay. okay. We run, we get help. There's...
2: Yeah. Chill. Yeah. I'm not sure.
5: But I mean, like, who would we go see? It's not like, I would assume that Mayfield, being as small a town as it is, has, like, a, a police, uh, like, a, a sheriff or something, or there would be no, like, huge police force. It'd be, like, one sheriff in- and. <laughs>
2: There's,
0: there's a very small police force and, and in the evenings, there's generally um, not a police officer on duty. There's sort of a receptionist and there are police officers who are on call. So if there's anything major that comes up, the, the dispatch will essentially call whichever police officer is on call. They'll wake up and head out to go and investigate. But very little happens here in the evening, so they don't actually have need for a sort of overnight police officer um if you are a police officer and you're listening to this podcast and you're like there's no way in hell that they'd ever don't worry about it don't worry about it i don't know if that's how cops work
1: i made it up it might not be how cops. if
5: you're listening to this podcast you legally have to tell us if you're a cop
0: yeah you have to tell us if if you're a cop and
1: if you're a baker those are the two professions you have to divulge yeah, may have heard the Baker's have, dozen, but not a cop's I will, dozen. Yeah, we'll not have Bakers
0: <laughs> listening to this podcast. So you better let us know. Um
5: before we before we kind of make the break inside, can I, since this is in the like main downtown part of Mayfield, and obviously it's too early in the time stream for cell phones, can I look around and see if I can clock where the nearest payphone is so that if I know that I have to make a dart for it and say all the lines inside aren't working or whatever? Can I make sure I get eyes on, like, orient myself on where the nearest payphone is?
0: Yeah, um, you know there are uh, two payphones near here. Um, there is actually a payphone across the street where you guys first met, across from the theater itself. Okay. Um, and then there, you know, there's actually a payphone in the theater, um, sort of by the concession. Okay. And that's Great. generally like when kids, like when you have gone to the theater without your parents, that's where you would sort of go to call your parents that you're done the movie. You go and, and you know, so they have a, a public phone, um, pay phone in the reception, like the, what do you call that? Front entrance. The, the lobby. lobby. The lobby, that's the word I'm looking for. The lobby of the theater.
5: Okay. um, If stuff breaks bad, I like... I can basically almost guarantee that my Uncle Bill will get here faster than the police
2: officer as well.
5: So if we break bad, I'm going to call my Uncle Bill.
2: Okay. I have a plan B. Okay. Can, mm. What is it? Yeah. Sharon? Can I grab a soda cup?
0: <laughs>
2: um, Yeah, yeah, like sure. a fairly large one?
0: Yeah, you see that there is um being the back exit of the theater, there's a dumpster nearby with all the sort of garbage from the day. So there's popcorn buckets and, and soda cups and stuff Ooh, in and around the dumpster. Bucket? You can get a popcorn bucket. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Wonderful. I would love to go to the nearest butter dispenser and just start.
0: Well, we're not in the theater yet. Oh no. <laughs> this is the dumpster. So once we get in there, more than welcome.
2: I'm going to fill this with butter. And then whether it's a prank or something else, they're getting butter.
3: Okay. Maybe. Okay.
2: sure, sure. If Let's if let's go in. And butter they can't chase us. Right. And if it's okay. one of the fucking stubs, they're going to covered in butter. Okay. okay. That sounds fair.
5: I mean, why would the we? I mean, if before we consider like why would the But regardless of why Sam would go inside alone. Why would she like at, Why would the stubs attack her?
2: I mean, there's only one way to find out. Know, I'm gonna head in. Also, be a stupid prank. Yeah, we're, like, we're making
1: a lot of guesses right now.
5: Okay, let's just go inside.
1: Trent is inside. <laughs> Trent is we the awesome need some hard, hard data.
3: I take you... my
5: flashlight out of my backpack, Okay. and I um, I think yeah, I would definitely have at least one like really bright. Mag- light, mag light flashlight or however
0: yeah, you have one get. of those like old school silver ones Yes. that start really do. big and then taper to like a long silver tube with the sort of the slide back and forth switch that my grandfather mm-hmm. used to have um, that he used to um, side story, my grandfather used to go out at night and catch crickets because they would drive him absolutely nuts so he would shine the light and they would come out to investigate the light and then you oh run after them anyways um that's <laughs> wow, a very amazing. vivid vivid memory tied to flashlights for me is it is um, there
1: some sort of like brick or rock that's like roughly spherical in the alley before we go in
3: mm,
0: no there's not really any rocks back here this brick you see you like the the sort of half brick that's used to wedge the door you get the impression this is something that the the stubs would use to wedge the door on a regular basis when they sneak out to have a cigarette or something like that. So there's, it's not really like there's a bunch of rocks. This is one that's sort of very specifically used for door wedging, um, which is why it's there. When you open the door, you're greeted by a long, dark hallway um, that's lit before the flashlight is fired up is lit sort of just by the Red exit sign that casts sort of a red glow down the hallway. And um, having been to the theater before, you know that this leads into the main theater auditorium. Um, do you guys head in?
3: Yeah. Um,
5: I don't mind going first with the light, I guess.
1: I don't mind really going first. Trent's already in. <laughs> okay.
5: Well, he, I was just walking. Got, I would just like walk behind Trent and try and catch up to him with the light.
0: Um. So you, you guys make your way in to the main uh, auditorium and the theater space is much like you would expect the movie theater to be. There's tiered seating that goes up uh, um, all angled to face the screen below. You guys sort of exit, or sorry, enter um, at the bottom of this. And right before the screen, however, there's a small area with no seats that in earlier times would have functioned as a small dance floor or Uh, band pit um, and then there's a small raise um, to a stage and then about a foot after the stage starts that's where the movie screen itself has now been installed so you find yourself in this um, auditorium space
5: I would like walking in with a flashlight I would like first shine on the floor space and then start like systematically, I guess, moving my flashlight around the room to try and see if I could see anything.
0: So you see the the seats go up. Um, you don't see anything strange there. There's no lights on in the projection room above. Um, and then you see the screen itself. There is a door um, next to the screen that goes in behind the screen. Okay. Um, and then there is a sort of little hallway like the movie, like movie theaters have a hallway that goes to the lobby, that's sort of across from it.
5: Can you access the projection room from here in the main theater?
0: No, you have to go okay. back into the lobby and then exit it and access it through the lobby.
5: Um, should we like check behind the screen or something if she's
3: not here? Yeah. Can I ask a quick question? Are we, do. we, should we be trying to be quiet or should we just call
2: for her?
5: I don't know. What do you guys think?
2: I don't know. She sounded like she was in a lot of trouble. So, uh, maybe we don't alert anyone.
3: Her
1: okay. yelling help was loud enough that I woke up through the headset, so.
5: Oh my God. Okay, well, everyone's headset is on
3: yeah? Yeah. yeah okay
5: well let's go look behind the screen and then we can at least rule out this room so that she's not here I think our first priority is like finding her and then figuring out what the fuck is going- sorry what the heck is going on here Janice
1: yes do I know if there's a way down into the basement like cause there's the basement access do I know how to get down into that area from the theater you don't (sighs) interesting
0: um so you guys make your way behind the screen
5: yeah or at least up to the door
0: the door is actually not locked um it's one of those things where um most people aren't audacious enough to just enter doors in a movie theater while people are there so they don't really feel the need to lock it um You make your way in behind the screen and you find a large bank of speakers. Um, Most of the sound of a movie actually comes from behind the screen itself. So there's a big, large bank of speakers back there. Um, And then you actually also find the old stage itself, um, complete with wings on the side as well as walkways up above. Um, The wood of of the stage is dusty, but it is stained and worn from many years of use um, and it's now sort of neglected this whole area is sort of neglected and underused behind the screen Um, but you don't you don't see anybody
5: is there a layer Um, of dust on the floor
0: when you shine your flashlight across the floor it is it is dusty people do come back here to do sort of maintenance on the speakers and and it is not compl- it's not like no one ever comes back here when you shine your flashlight across the floor you notice some butter grease footprints and you know that trent you and avery know that the the butter that dumped everywhere when you guys were working today it it's sort of i don't know if you guys have ever um I know some of you have worked in a kitchen. When you get the grease on the bottom of your shoes in a kitchen, it like never comes off. It it's, soaks into the rubber. Of yeah, shoes you're wearing. And exactly. Slip.
2: Little grippies. Yeah, that's just grease and food now.
0: So you you see these greasy footprints, um, and when you as you notice them, you look a little closer. You see that one of them, there seems to be the back half of the footprint. You see the heel. And where it it comes to the edge of the plank, you don't see the
1: toe. Yeah, uh, this Trent thinks back to when his coach uh, told the team that they needed to take dance lessons so they could mm-hmm. get better at football. It was it was mm-hmm. like an experimental thing that they were doing at the time. It sounds
0: like a very much like a '90s football movie. Yes, continue. and
1: Trent got real into it mm-hmm. so so much so that when the school. Decided to do a production of Phantom of the Opera.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He was the star, mm-hmm. um, Starred as the Phantom. And there's a scene in the Phantom where the Phantom drops down into the underneath of the stage, and Trent mm-hmm. goes, "Maybe the stage is hollow. I would like mm-hmm. to look around to try and find like access to underneath the stage." And I speak from personal experience, having dropped into a stage before Adam Lucas. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, you see where this half footprint is you sort of follow that plank line up and you find a small little hole that you can sort of get your finger in and as you um let's actually let's do a roll just you know because because i said we weren't wouldn't roll but you know we might as well do a roll um let me take a look here
5: heaven forbid we at blackwater actually roll some dice I know.
1: never how dare you
0: um yeah let's um let's roll um i think that this would definitely be a brawn um but it shouldn't be too difficult so let's say it's a uh,
1: let's say it's a six that's an eight on the d8
0: oh yeah no no problem you lift it easy peasy
1: does this system use exploding die
0: it it does yeah you can i mean you can rip this thing off its hinges if you want to go for it total of 12. Total of twelve. Um, let me
2: see here. One second, guys. Just gonna lift up this. <laughs> Whoa!
0: Um,
2: Spider-Man opening his bedroom door.
0: So you, you open you open it, and where at you as you as you're lifting it, you feel there's a sort of a resistance in the hinges, and you get the impression that if you were to just wrench it that it would actually creak and squeal quite loudly because of its disuse. And you slow down and and that lack of like halting the momentum, if you weren't strong enough to keep lifting it, it might mean that you actually don't get the door all the way open. But because you rolled so well, you're able to open the door fully without making any loud noise
1: perfect timing of the door opening in the background
0: (laughs) it's the foley it's the foley that we we pray on the
1: lock right now
0: (laughs) um so you open up the trap door and when you gaze down uh you see there's roughly like a seven foot drop if you were to guess to a sort of a big soft bag below um and you, you realize this must have been an old trap door that was used for stage for stage productions before this was a movie theater.
5: Do we see any grease on the bag?
0: No, you don't see any grease on the bag. It definitely looks like
5: it's there's
0: like pressed. a... Yeah, it looks like someone's okay. used it. But there is no like stairs or ladder. You would definitely have to drop down.
3: Um,
5: Should we go down?
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna drop down to the back.
5: I like throw the light down after Trent yeah. and i the second he would be clear, I'd drop down after him.
1: And I'd be there to i just I'm there to spot people as they drop.
4: Tina's gonna wait and shine her flashlight down um until
1: everyone's down. Uh, okay. I got
2: you, Avery. For sure. Gonna jump.
0: So the four of you make your way down. So underneath the stage, you see a space that um it's now actually obviously been turned into a space that the stubs use to hang out. You get the impression that they cut this is the like an unofficial break room for them. There are Ooh. like names carved in the wood, uh in the wood above you, um, of what will be the floor of the stage. You see old discarded popcorn buckets littering the floor with a couple of bean bags for sitting and hanging out every wall down here is covered in old movie posters that have sort of come out that they've now they've taken the posters and they've stuck them up um, down here towards the back of the room sort of very out of place you see an old upright piano it looks as though it might be old enough to be like an original from the saloon days itself um it's been covered with stickers of skateboard companies and scrawled names and phrases and a multitude of different sharpie colors um tina your sort of like analytical brain it occurs to you that it's strange that the piano is down here surely if the saloon was still functioning or even if it had been a theater that's still put on stage productions there'd be no reason for a piano to be down here
3: Bit odd to see the piano down here. I don't really understand why it would be here.
2: Where else would it be? I
3: mean, would have been up, up, upstairs, I guess. Like, how would they get it down here? Would have had to. There, there has to be another
1: way to get in here.
4: Is, Is there another obvious exit
1: anywhere?
0: There is not another obvious exit. There's a little, um. Upon further inspection with the flashlights, you see there's a little sort of um, room that juts out. uh, Not room, like a little alcove that juts out and you see a set of stairs that would go up to that sort of bar um, entrance, um, cellar entrance that's uh, locked. But you see that it's actually bordered up from the inside. No one uses that. Um, And you get the impression that it was easier for them to sort of permanently close that than deal with the possibility of people coming in and out. You do notice that there is um, a set of boxes sort of near the trapdoor that you you get the impression that the stubs would pull into sort of like a make makeshift um, thing to get back out. Um, and then you um you're shining your flashlight around and and Tina, you you're still kind of trying to wrap your head around this piano conundrum, when you notice that the next to the piano there are sort of grooves in the floor. So if you're facing the piano along the ground on the side of it, there are these grooves as if the piano is slid back and forth.
3: Okay, this is, this is unusual. Um, something's, someone's moved this piano at some point. I,
4: can can I tell based on like
3: dust how long it's been? It looks like it might have been moved pretty recently. This seems like it was quite recent, perhaps. Um, maybe there's something behind here, or it's un, it's covering something up. I'm not sure. Let's move it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, that's not my department, so I'll just step back.
2: Trent, move it. But, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Try, I'm gonna try and it's
3: like you're doing move along, along the
0: grooves. Room, so. Trent, you go to move it, and it is seems to be like fastened down. Like there's, it doesn't, it doesn't budge. It, it's to the point where you're pushing it so hard that you think to yourself, Man, there's no way that it sh-. like even if there, even if it doesn't move regularly, it should shift. At least you should feel a shift. Can but I? But you almost open, purposely
1: don't notice a shift. Can I open the the part that covers the keys? Yeah, yeah.
0: You open that up, and you you see it's it's some um, the 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 ivory of the keys has yellowed with age, and there are chips and and small pieces missing. And um, but yeah, it's still it still seems functional.
1: Any keys look like they've less dusty.
3: Hmm.
0: No, I wouldn't say there are any keys that you would notice would be less dusty. Um, let me have someone else make a roll here. Um,
5: what about like keys that are like more worn than others?
0: They all seem they all seem pretty worn. Um, Is
1: there like a pre movie tone, like a ding, ding, ding. <laughs>
0: um, you can you can
4: try. I mean, does anyone know how to how to play the piano? I think Tina would have noodled with pianos at okay. like various times in her life, but
1: ne- never well. Do you suggest that? Um, Trent. I mean, I, I, Trent knows how to find center C and can count from there, but d- d- that's that's the extent.
0: You press yeah, down on the keys, and um. As you press down on the keys, you sort of instinctively look up to where the sheep music would be. And you see in the wood where the sheep music would be, you see a series of notes carved into the wood itself. Uh. Romy, I'm gonna I'm gonna say because you said noodling, um I'm going to get you to do a roll for me here. Um, um, I'm going to say that it's a brains. And we're going to put it at a... We're going to put it at 11, just so you don't automatically succeed it. Okay. Make, it make it a little challenging. Shit.
4: That's a three.
0: That's a three. So you... You try, but you just... You can't can't seem to it's basically what it is is the 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 notes don't seem to have the bar lines in it so you're having a hard time placing where exactly um they are um but uh what i'll say is um sarah beth do you have any um knowledge or expertise with musical instruments or
5: I would say that like probably someone in her family would. There would probably, I would imagine like her mother plays piano. I would imagine that like her mother has played piano and her dad plays guitar. I, it's like a, a real family band situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Sarah Beth's ever been proficient, but she would have seen her mother play quite often and like sat on her mother's lap while she was playing, when she was little.
1: I also want to ask, surely... Uh uh surely Avery knows how to play Wonderwall on the guitar, right? Like. <laughs> was Wonderwall
5: even out at that point? No, <laughs> oh,
1: maybe not. <laughs> I don't think now, so. Now. He
0: no but he was playing it and Oasis stole it from him. Yes, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. True. <laughs> absolutely. I um, think Avery
2: has like a very basic knowledge of guitar that is self-taught and that's probably about it. Yeah, and I think
0: with, piano. with the help of um avery and sarah beth you see that the um where's you where the note you were starting on um is actually just one bar line higher um than where it should have been and so they they kind of help you see that oh no it's it's actually down one and so you you play that piece back again and that series of four notes as you hit that last note um you hear an audible click
3: uh, maybe the piano's broken. I'm going to push the piano.
0: You're going to push the piano. All right, you push the piano and now it slides easily as though it's wow. something that ha- it happens all the time. It just slides open. And uh. as the piano pulls to the side, you notice a tunnel behind the piano that descends further down. It, as it as it shifts. You hear a loud and very audible grating noise. And as that grating noise reverberates through your space, you hear footsteps on the stage above you, dust drifting down through the boards. You start to hear dull muffled voices sort of making their echoing their way through the trapdoor which you have left open. And what do you guys do? Do, do we hide or do we run? Fuck.
5: Hide, hide, hide. Let's hide. Let's oh, hide, hide, hide. Let's hide. Hide. She's still here.
0: Okay. Where do you hide? Are you hiding in the room? Or are you going into? Well, cause the Well, because you
1: said this was kind of like the break room, right?
0: This was the. This is the break room, but there is nowhere to like go. go. There is the tunnel.
1: And he, is the
4: like door entrance to the boarded-up door? Is that like out of boarded. sight around a corner, or is it all visible? it's all pretty visible i mean it's a it's a sort of a there is a there is the tunnel down
0: behind the piano
1: are there any couches like like if the if the stars sort of, were hanging out down here
0: it's just it's like three beanbag chairs it's not like a couch or anything that you could <laughs> i think hide had, behind.
2: i think we had it yeah call. The exact wrong amount out. like Sarah Bethel. Avery's D20 is in flight, so Avery just books it down the tunnel.
1: Trent Jesus does Christ. try and get underneath that beanbag chair, realizes it's not going to fully cover him, and it's like, fuck, starts running down the tunnel.
0: Now, the important question, do you close the piano behind you? Trent would, yeah. Trent
5: would? I think, Sarah, I have, um, if this is a snap decision, I have cool under pressure, so I think Sarah Beth would also have the wherewithal that, like, you don't leave a barn door open, mm-hmm. so she would make sure that the piano was closed behind. But like, would be, I don't know whether like if if Avery was running down the tunnel, like I think Sarah Beth would be. I'd be curious, like, if they were coming down after us, mm-hmm. or they were just looking in the room to see if anything was down there.
0: Um. You you all sprint down behind this piano and Trent you with the help of Sarah Beth you guys slide the piano back into place Um, in your rush Tina I you are running down the stairs and you catch your toe on the stairs and you go down hard you land on both of your palms, opening them up on the sort of stone floor down here. Um oh, shit. So you have... The, your, your palms are bloodied. Fuck. Do you guys stay here, or do you go further down the tunnel?
1: Seeing Sarah Beth looking... Like Hesitant? Would hesitant be the right word to Describe like am
5: um, you saying you would... kind of
1: want to know if they're here For us or not?
5: Yeah I would I think my sense is like are they just Looking in this room to make sure Nobody's in here like They wouldn't I think they would assume I don't know potentially that Who would figure out to press the piano to open The door Um. So but I don't know
1: Trent seeing that hesitancy Is going to push up against the Back of the piano, and try and brace it so that even if they try to open it, he's like there to stop it from being easy. Mm -hmm. He's gonna look at Sarah Beth and be like, "So
0: the piano does slide out horizontally. So there's not a lock you could." No, it goes. It's a. I can't show you visibly because this is a podcast. It's a purely audio medium. No, it doesn't. It doesn't open like a door.
1: It slides. No, I know that's so. He's he's basically pressing against it. So that they, they can't slide it in the direction with his feet up against the wall to like brace. So if they try to push it, he's pushing against that. No, but it doesn't push. Is what I'm saying. It what, Slides. Is there if no you, like? Is there no Sometimes like,
5: if you push out on something, it can't slide, which is what I think Adam is saying. Too.
1: No, I'm saying he's trying to, like, basically pull against
2: using friction the other direction. Yeah, he, he's understand. basically
1: trying to stop it from being able to okay. slide in the direction that it would slide. He's he's counterweighting that.
0: Okay. Um,
1: be, a lot angle. of back of pianos have like slats and stuff that you can yep. hold on to to move 100%. them. So he's like grabbing onto that so it can't move forward. Tina mm-hmm. recognizes the physics and approves. Yeah, <laughs> not not out,
4: but side. sideways. Yeah. 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 Um. Sure. You guys
0: sit there. You guys hold your breath. You hear muffled voices. You can't place who or even gender or age. You just hear sort of voices on the other side and as you are holding the piano you hear that first note people the note I
5: like pull Trent's pull on Trent's sleeve and we I, and like grab on Avery and we start going
1: I start start making your way down the tunnel yeah I'm gonna hold for a second to try and buy them some time alright
0: um as you guys take off, the the sound of the notes of the piano echoing behind you, the tunnel descends deeper and deeper and then levels out. You are far under Mayfield now, and I say Mayfield, you're no longer just in the theater. You get the impression you're under the town itself. The smell of decay and earthiness all around you, you get the impression. Um, Sarah Beth, you get the impression that this tunnel might have at some point been used to smuggle booze during prohibition. It's got that sort of feel to it. The wood that's used to hold back the Earth is sort of rough and, and, um, and sort of uh, uh, feels very old in terms of mm-hmm. like how safety um, requirements. Um, and, and you get the impression that there might be a network of tunnels like this under
1: the town.
5: Can before, I? Go ahead.
1: Before Go ahead, I ahead. leave the piano, I kick off one of my runners and I'm going to try mm-hmm. and kick it and shove it so that it's in between the wall and the piano so that if they nice. try to slide it, it creates like a friction block. Okay. And then I'm going to kick the other shoe off and just start running. Okay.
0: Um, you guys are running and the tunnel seems to be endless you take you take a left you take a right you come to a dead end you, you before turn. we
5: before we make any big um directional mm-hmm. things can i pull my compass out of my bag
0: you sure can
5: and yes. i would have a sense of like direction in town mm-hmm. um is there anything weird that's happening with the compass or is like can i orient myself at least so that i have some like compass rose about where we are yeah. Or directions? Um, at the least the direction that we're traveling. Sure. My S- brains are a D12.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm. All right. Make me make me a roll. Um, I'm going to give you. I feel like because you are. Let's get the right character sheet here. I feel like because you are, um, like this prepper, sort of survivalist. Minded person, um, I'm going to give you sort of an advantage on this roll. Um, I'm going to give you a plus two because mm-hmm. I feel like you you would have a pretty good idea of where things are in town, um, and I, I'm going to set the difficulty at. I'm gonna set the difficulty at a seven.
5: Okay, so. Five or higher. That's what we need. Five or higher. My friends, with that plus two, that is a 13.
0: Ooh, okay. I rolled an
5: 11 on the D12. You,
0: You have this moment of, like, Sherlock Holmes from the movie style brain where you... Imagine yourself entering the building. You track every direction that you faced. You imagine yourself coming down into the tunnel. You know, you know exactly where North should be. It should be on your left. But the compass points straight. Something is pulling the needle of the compass off of true North.
5: Um, guys. And like I'm whispering at this point as we like continue moving, um, north should be this way. And there's, if, if there's something pulling the compass in this direction, it's like a really big magnetic source. Something is like, that's the only thing that will pull a compass is like a big magnet, but it usually just makes the like compass spin around. But like, this is wrong.
3: Um, ho- Hold on one second. The, and-
4: Tina's gonna pull off her backpack and like put it on her front so she can reach into it as we keep moving. Um, and she's gonna rustle around in there for a moment and then pull out two um, little rare earth magnets that are stuck together and pull them apart. And, um,
3: may, may I? Yeah, go for it.
4: She's gonna move it closer to um, the compass. And she would have had probably some idea of like how close these would need to be to a compass of that size to start mm-hmm. affecting. Um, than based on like a a normal compass needle just because of the um, Earth's magnetic field. Mm -hmm. So um, would she notice anything different about whatever is pulling the compass in this direction? Yeah, you you actually, you bring the magnet
0: close to the compass and it doesn't turn until you feel like it's much too close. And, And as you see that, you you let go of the magnet, thinking it would snap to the compass. But it doesn't. It falls. And it starts to flip end over end down the hallway as though whatever is down there, though it might not be magnetic enough to pull on the metal on your person, when faced with another strong magnet, it is drawing that magnet towards it.
3: There's something there's something really strong down direction. That's not the Earth's magnetic field. No. It, like...
5: It, this would have had to have been down here like a really long time or somebody's brought it down here.
0: Avery, can you... Avery, can you give me a, a brains roll please?
2: What if I say no? What does that... Have, what happens hmm. to- <laughs> Have we thought about that? I'm not going to play your game,
1: Riddle Master. <laughs> then I will...
2: Then I,
0: then I will roll for you.
2: No, no, that's fine. I got a ten.
0: You got a ten. <laughs> well, that explodes. You get a roll again.
2: Oh, wonderful. I don't. Admittedly, I'm bad at this game. I don't know what my pluses are. I just know that my brain is a D10. But it's I got just a five. the
1: die. It's just the die. So it's just the die. For total brain. of fifteen.
2: Right, Total of 15. total of fifteen.
1: You
0: think back to the little bit that you paid attention to in school in science. And you know that some electronic devices experience interference with strong magnetic fields. And you think back to the fact that when Sam was calling for help, it was cutting out. And you go, you realize that she must have been close to whatever this magnetic source is. And that's why her headset was cutting out when it shouldn't. Wait.
2: Sam's call was coming out. Like, interference. Oh. She must have been getting closer. That makes sense. Still not convinced we want to go that way. I agree. Should we look for our way out of here?
0: You hear you footsteps mean? behind you.
5: Guys, we can't leave her down here. They're coming. I don't want to get. If that's. That might not even be the stubs.
1: Sarah Beth? Yeah? Have you watched many horror movies? No. Yeah. You
5: don't really watch TV in my house.
1: That makes sense. Nobody knows we're down here.
5: I mean, I left a note for my uncle, but I didn't that say we were down here. You were
1: going yet. to. The the under-the-theater zone that nobody knows about? No. We gotta find a way out of here, and then we figure it out from there. But if shit goes down down here...
5: I'm not leaving her.
1: Yeah, I'm... I'm not saying we leave her on a permanent basis. I'm saying we're in danger. And we can't help her. I
0: assume you guys are still moving at this point? Yeah. Okay.
1: We can't help her if something bad happens to us. And then that's five people with no one knowing where those people are.
5: Look, I have a first aid kit in my bag. And Sam called for help. She might have done something really stupid. But if it was one of us, she would help too.
3: I'm not saying we don't help her. I'm saying we go and get help. Trent, a tunnel this deep and and this long, we wouldn't be able to breathe the air if it didn't have an, a second exit. There must be another way out. There must but be But I'm saying let's not go towards
1: the spooky magnet thing and let's find that other exit. Oh, you want to go back to the Butter Boys? No, I'm saying let's find some way out of here. I feel like the magnet thing is going to be like the center.
0: As you say that, you've been heading in the same direction as the magnet, the same direction as the compass. There hasn't been another opportunity to turn off course since you've noticed it, the footsteps behind you. You guys are moving quickly, as quick as you can move and still have a conversation. You, you, just as you think the tunnel is going to keep going, you end up in a, in a chamber. There are dirt walls. The space is uh, roughly circular in front of you. There are no other exits. There is, however, a stone archway directly in front of you that doesn't lead anywhere. It's just a stone arch with like dirt in it. Around the edge of the stone arch, are carved runes that you see come down onto the stone floor in this circular room. The entire thing looks ancient, but also clean, like someone has been tending to it, maintaining it. You see some of the wood beams that hold the, the space, that hold the dirt back are new and you notice that the disuse you'd seen in the rest of the tunnels is not evident here. And Avery, you glance behind you and you you actually see glow now at the end of the tunnel. You don't just hear footsteps, you see a light. There is no other exit. You are trapped. I stand corrected,
3: Trent, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I'm,
5: I'm going to reach in my bag and Yanis, I'm going to put my hand, I'm not going to pull it out. But I'm gonna put my hand on my flare gun.
1: Okay. I'm. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. I, I will. Uh, um. When they get here, I, I'm gonna tackle them. You run. I'll get. I'll, I'll buy you as much time as you possibly can. But you get out of here. You get help. Trent, look. Okay.
5: I'm gonna just like pull up my flare gun out of my bag, and I'm gonna stand next to you. It's not a gun, but like it's pretty freaking close. Okay, that can buy us a little bit of like if I could fire this at one of them, we might be able to get past. Let's just like uh, if these people are down here, they're either at the steps or they're some adults who can explain this stuff to us. There's nowhere else to go. One of us is going to get hurt, and I'm not leaving anybody here.
2: It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Sam's not here. There's a the fucking there's magnet, radiostatic. Further. She's not here.
5: Which way is the compass pointing? Through the archway?
0: It points directly at the archway. Yeah. You Loud voices echo down the tunnel and bursting in carrying flashlights you see a group of seven men led by none other than Billy Brighton. And Sarah Beth, you actually recognize some of the other men as well as members of the cinema club.
5: I... I'm going to kind of take a half step towards them. Do, do I, have I, Is like my family had any dealings with the members of the cinema club? Do they like shop from my family or anything like that?
0: I mean, in the sense that a small town, everyone has dealings with everybody. Right. Um, you, they, they know who you guys are. Yeah. And most of you know who they are. And uh, Billy steps forward and says, oh, well, well, well. What have we here? More of those pesky rollers from the drive-in,
5: Mister Brighton. What is going on here?
1: But, I yes, was, Did Avery get a soda cup full of? Uh, you guys never made it butigras? into the lobby, unfortunately.
0: Because grease and flare
1: gun mix very well.
0: <laughs> he turns. He turns to one of the other members of the group. All right, Teddy. Let's get them tied up and we'll uh, we'll put them with Sam. You see, Teddy looks a little uncertain. He says back, um, they've 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 seen who we are in. They know what's down here, Billy. We 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 have to deal with them. Billy gets a grimaces and gets a sort of this look on his face that. You can tell that he doesn't want to do this. And He sort of mutters to himself very well, Trent, you're suddenly distracted. As much as it seems like nothing could draw your attention from this moment, you're suddenly distracted by a tip, tap. Your mind immediately goes back to the dream you were having mere hours before. The sound of her blood on the dash Tip, tap, tip, tap. You you cast around looking for the source of the sound and you see it running down her fingers. Tina's hand is continuing to bleed. The blood dripping a rhythmic pattern against the stone floor beneath you. As your eyes follow the droplet falling, as if in slow motion, you see it strike the small pool that has formed, and as the tension of that little pool breaks and the blood flows and rolls down into one of the carved ruins, you see it goes from a dark red to a glowing yellow. That glowing yellow creeps out through the rest of the ruins, slow slow at first and un- unnoticed by anyone other than you it seems, but then faster, quickly engulfing all of the ruins Billy now notices as well, and you see he looks confused and then angry as he draws a pistol from the back of the jeans of his waistband. As the rushing gold light snakes back, it makes its way all the way to the archway. And with a burst of light blinding, casting a sudden heat from it, the cinema club turns to avoid the brightness. As all four of you standing, or all four of you see, Standing in the arch, a silhouette of a figure. A figure you recognize from that night trend. She throws up her arms and the light gets even brighter and hotter and more dazzling. Quickly, you four better get in here. And all four of you hear it. Not said out loud, but in your heads. As you rush and dive headlong through the archway. And that is where we're going to end our session. Oh, my. <laughs> you
4: monster.
0: Well, that In has the been. In um,
1: of an angel.
0: Exactly. That's been session number one of uh, Mayfield Mysteries. I
1: feel um, like. I feel like we have to kind of call this session two because the start of it doesn't make a lot of sense without the point five. I think yeah, we, we just start do calling, character introductions. I, I think that we call the point five just one and sure. this one two. Like I feel like that's <laughs> and the, the point zero that we did can just be the point five.
0: Yeah. I think I mean, we just I'm shuffle everything. Yeah, shuffle it all down. I'm still calling it point five.
5: So. Absolutely. This is Yanis' show, he can do what he wants.
0: I mean, point five is required listening for one to make sense, but I mean, it's still point five.
5: <laughs> Prologues are important, okay. you know,
0: um, but yeah. Um, Thank you guys. So uh, thank you everyone so much for, for uh, listening to us. If you want to hear uh, more of us, uh, you can check out our main campaign uh, in podcast form or at um, com slash blackwater D and D um, also check out our Patreon. I think, um, the session zero is going to be a Patreon exclusive, so if you want to hear that session zero, uh, go and uh, join us on Patreon and uh, take a listen. Uh, and it's got a bunch of other fun goodies on there that we're uh, we're excited to share with you. Also, thank and you so much at for listening. That's the
5: knucklebone tier. Uh, the yes. knucklebone tier and above gets yep. access to all of that sweet behind the scenes content.
0: So thank you so much for listening, and um, we'll uh, we'll see you all. However big the gap is between us.
1: Th- I just did a thumbs up. Like, Yeah, you can say, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a podcast.
0: This is, the podcast. This yeah, is the yeah, podcast. We're, a visual performer is working in an auditory up? medium. Uh-huh.
2: a thumbs up? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know how I feel about uh-huh.
5: I feel like the, That's why I feel we're like doing the ending podcast, of this everybody. should actually be see with the movies.
4: Ooh. yeah.
1: <laughs> no, because that's that's, you what, under, that's the what the movies. Stubs, under the movie. Then the stubs win, M. Then the stubs win. <laughs> See you at the diner. Get a burger on the house. Thank you
0: for listening. Sarah Beth Montgomery was played by M. Tina Watkins was played by Jess. Trent Kessler was played by Adam. And Avery Campbell was played by Cody. And I'm your game master, Yana saying thank you and good night.